Hello, Trash Future listeners. You've probably already figured out that, since you're hearing my voice, there's an announcement. Well, here it is. We've got Bin Man and Warrior's Hearts shirts available for pre-order until November 17th, and there's a link for them in the show notes. Also, Milo's tour in the Midlands and North is nearly sold out, so if you want to see him, check the link in the show notes as well. Thank you, and please enjoy this preview of our episode with our friends at the Podcasting as Praxis podcast. Ah, Brewdog, uh, the annoying, the most annoying beer company in the world. Um, mm. Why we're talking about them now is number again, per, as per usual, a number of reasons. Um, number one is they are uh, considering uh, uh, becoming a publicly traded annoying beer company. Uh, they also appear to be, and this is something that uh, you guys found out, uh, converging with uh, the WeWork business model. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, I so mean, one, it's, yeah. it's another like algorithmic thing, right? Where all bit where like because of algorithms, they now all is mesh into one thing. So, be a company that's also like a shared workspace, that's also a uh, a fusion, like a weird fusion Welsh Japanese restaurant. Uh, no, so please get, take a, take us through what uh, what we can expect in the uh, in somehow a more annoying version of WeWork. Uh, well, I mean, it's an expansion of something they started during the pandemic, uh, where you could sit all day in a Brewdog pub, which are hideous fucking places, uh, drink free coffee, get free prints, and then have a pint at the end of the day uh, for only seven quid an hour, which sounds like a really good deal. Uh, this concept was called Desk Dog. Uh, the, 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 world of, the world of annoying concepts is everywhere, uh, but they're now going to build it out. Uh, they have signed the lease on the old Eurostar terminal in Waterloo Station, and they're building a 26,000 square foot uh, site there where you can have all the annoying craft beer with your, with your colleagues that you secretly hate. You can you can work in the pub and then you can go to the pub in the pub. I love yeah. that it's in. I love I love that it's like in Waterloo Station, like the kind of hub for like home counties commuters, who I imagine are the only people that actually genuinely enjoy enjoy being in a brewdog. Hmm. Oh, twenty six thousand square feet of sheer fuck off. Oh, don't imagine worry. commuting into London for like two hours to get to your work dog. Oh, I've been working like a brew dog out here. <laughs> if you, if you can't, if, if you like, I don't know how the desk situation works, so do enlighten me on it. However, if you're like hot desking at the brew dog thing, is it called desk dogging? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called that. Um, but don't worry, Milo, oh, you can't no. just get pints there. You can also uh, enjoy a speakeasy style cocktail bar. Stop calling everything a speakeasy! <laughs> it's not a speakeasy, it's just a normal bar! It's legal! <laughs> You're allowed to have it! Maybe, maybe if they served cocaine. Yeah, yeah, cocaine that dog. Would be, then I would have to reluctantly say that's cool. <laughs> yeah. you can't, if, you, if you don't serve cocaine, you can't call yourself a speakeasy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, even they would find a way to ruin that, though. Oh, yeah, don't, don't ruin cocaine for me, Brudel. Oh, God. No, you get, like, a menu. It'd be like, oh, we have organic Colombian, and we have this really offbeat little, you know, plantation that we found in the high Andes somewhere. It'll be like that. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll be like the feminist cocaine, yeah. like, produced by girl bosses. <laughs> they, they, so it, it says they also have 
like a, a food truck inside. <laughs> it's in not a food truck. Why Unless you, you drive it out again. That's just that's that's putting putting a vi- part of a vehicle inside a restaurant as decoration has already been done. It's called a fucking hard rock cafe. <laughs> and mm. this is this this was quite all something. the shit on the fucking Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, a hard dog. Cafe. Pretty pretty stupid, right? <laughs> uh, a hard, <laughs> hard rock dog. Yep. Mm. Uh, a hard dog's gonna fall. It's, it's a hard dog's night. <laughs> One day a hard dog will <laughs> fall. <laughs> uh, uh, so and also it. Has has a slide. <laughs> your episode <laughs> Very good. It has a slide to get down from the upper floor to the ground floor. Yeah! <laughs> 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 oh, this is. People are so rich. Catch me in the work dog trying to climb up the slide and annoying the oh, shit yeah. out of everyone. Yeah, but then but then they try to make you into like a mascot where it's like here at at, at work dog, uh, we believe in the people who go up the slide. <laughs> oh, d- d- don't spoil the book. Don't do your. <laughs> I, I don't say this slightly, but God, I miss Al Qaeda sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Milo, you're essentially reverse engineering uh, the what what Syed Khatib felt when he went to go see that church dance in America, and then like, was like oh, America has to be destroyed. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, this is this is just you've I've I've done this to you purely by telling you about you know what this is actually, it's um, what we've done is we've taken all of the all of these sort of uh, aesthetic trappings of the uh, early two thousands tech bubble, the Aeron chairs and the climbing walls and all this stuff that you get from your unprofitable you know like pets dot com job or whatever that's now being provided as a service somehow. Mm-hmm. By, by like first we work and then we and then Brewdog was like oh we're gonna we're gonna take a crack at this one <laughs> the beloved brand um, <laughs> which is great because I mean if they follow the 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 example that we work did the next thing is gonna be school dog uh, pretty close they already uh. own four hotels and two live in apartments so you can live the Brewdog Brewdog lifestyle yeah perfect um, those are called kennels by the way the uh, live in apartments uh, for Foxy uh, shut up. Listen, I, I don't believe in king shaming anybody, but like this kind of corporate tie-in is really just. I feel like I feel like this is this is what I do to the others. I don't like be having it done to me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I mean, I, it kind of it kind of feels like Brewdog is trying to sort of do a Soho House type of thing, and if they're oh, like no. if they're like the central competitors to Soho House, then like, do I critically support them? I I don't know. I'm in this very conflicted place because. They are, they are the worst, but I feel like they're slightly better than Soho House. So, mm. uh, well, anyway, uh, let's let us let us keep going through because right? the, the, yeah, this is, at least it's not Soho Dog. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> this anyway. is the, the ma- I think the the main thing about Brew Dog, right? Because and, and again, from having having reading all of their stuff, you know that they generally like to talk about how oh we're we're the anti authoritarian beer company, and you know these kinds of things are. Um, uh, uh, proven wrong uh, by you know obviously how they act, how they manage their their organization, the sort of culture of fear allegations that were made by actual staff who work there, and also the fact that like as much as they claim that oh this is beer for the people, uh, you know that they are in fact just becoming so you know dynastic plutocrats, right? That's very sophomoric to sort of focus on. What I want to focus on more is that this is the most annoying fucking company that's ever been created. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. also. 
like all all of that stuff that I was talking about just now, that's all table stakes, right? Like you you cannot make a large international brewing conglomerate. Uh, for, like, oh, sorry, people this annoying cannot make a large international brewing conglomerate that is, you know, uh, structured as, yeah. <laughs> not as a workers' well, like, co-op it, and not be it's, annoying. Yeah, it's the same as like, uh, you know, a brew dog mistreats their workers and shit. It's like, well, obviously they do. They're a company. That's what companies do. Uh, they're a successful company, even. Mm-hmm. It's like they also don't make any pretensions to being ethical. Uh, so of course they do that oh, shit. You'd, you'd be surprised at that at their pretense of being ethical. Please hmm. enlighten us. <laughs> well, I mean, David, this is uh, this is up in in your neck of the woods and it involves uh, Grouse, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This the the estate that they bought um, with the intention of uh, plant a tree system mm-hmm. where you can buy a tree and then you can go and visit the tree to see as it collapses through complete mismanagement. Oh, it's sort of like a tungsten cube <laughs> that it grows in the ground. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. One of the things that they've done, right, and this actually happened after uh, an, an open letter was written by staff alleging sort of that there was a, uh, uh, you, as I said earlier, a culture of fear, uh, a, a a very unsafe work environment, uh, especially a lot of uh, the women who work for BrewDog said this, um, that, that one of the things that they did was, number one, uh, they you know, brought in a culture specialist onto their board. Uh, number <laughs> fucking hell, uh, people do this. Uh, number two, uh, they sold a huge stake of their uh, uh, of company to a private equity firm, kind of fucking over their uh, their crowdfunded uh, early supporters um, of, in, in ways that sort of I'll explain later. And finally, uh, they started this tree planting uh, sort of scheme as a way to say, ah, actually, uh, we are a carbon negative brewery. And I, I feel like the idea of the this goes sort of goes back to what we talked about with the carbon offset NFTs thing, right? Where you're if you you can't pretend that you that you cannot pretend that you can just sort of make the uh, emissions related to being a large company go away by planting a tree in Scotland, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's just sort of like if you're still getting uh, fossil fuels out of the ground and burning them, uh, there is there's very. Uh, you cannot plant a tree in Scotland and sort of undo that. Well, hang on. My understanding is that there's infinite Scotland and infinite trees to plant in it, so I don't see any potential problems with this. Yeah, and those trees will always survive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. exactly. Like because it's it, this it goes down to also the fact that like, if carbon offsetting generally involves tree planting, or sometimes capture, sometimes other things, but all, it generally involves a lot of tree planting. If you don't actually look after those forests for like thirty years, you might as well not be doing it. Thank you.